Hey guys, welcome to my podcast. It's named Crizo. Um, why? Why Crizo? Why not anything that's remotely interesting? Because listen, that's I can't think of anything witty right now. And unless you know another Crizo with a podcast, mind your business. You don't because I don't. And that's just that's as creative as I'm gonna go. Okay, I feel like I'm the only. This is the only podcast that's going to be named Crizo in the name of Jesus. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited to have a podcast, you guys. Because, you know what? I've been talking on, you know, on Instagram a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And 15 seconds, a slide is just not going to cut anymore. Like, if you know me. (laughs) And you don't need to know me well to know this. I love to talk. I love to talk. I love to say things. I love to explain my thoughts a lot and this just feels like such a great opportunity (laughs) such a great opportunity to do that so why this podcast over any other podcast or why this podcast too when there's so many christians that have so many podcasts because we're going to be honest here i'm not trying to say no ting i'm not trying to apply no ting i'm just saying i'm talking about me We're going to be real. Maybe a little ghetto, okay? Would you allow me to be ghetto? All right, listen, like, I'm here to be honest. You know, yes, I grew up in the suburbs. But I did stay in, you know, in a a few uh, apartment complexes that may or may not have roaches. Nothing of the sort of infestation level, but they were there. They're definitely an invading uh, presence. Um, So I know a little bit, a thing or two. Um, a little bit about me, you know, your girl, she was born in Democratic Republic of Congo. She is an I, um, I've been a Christian all my life, pretty much. This is all I know. All I know is Christ. All I know is church culture. And I'm not, I'm not a jaded Christian. I'm not one of those people that are like, I hate the body of Christ. And let me explain to you in 50 million words so we can all form a hate club. No, I actually like the body of Christ. I really do. Let me share with you my favorite verse. The reason, the reason of the why, the reason for the season of starting my podcast. It's in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2. It says, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Reprove. I've done that. Rebuke. I love to do that. Mm-hmm. And exhort with complete patience, working on that, and teaching. For the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into myths. So, as for you, always be sober-minded. Endure suffering. Do the work of an evangelist. Fulfill your ministry. That is the apostle. Apostle? Apostle Paul. Apostle? Apostle. Apostle Paul talking to Timothy. Tim, good old Tim, good old Tim. And bro, the thing about this verse, see, see how quick we're going into the word. We're here to be biblical. We are here to be biblical. The thing that I really, 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 really like about this verse is in verse three when it says, for the time is coming when people will not endure sound teaching, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own passions. Listen, we all know people like this. We all know believers like this that would rather hear something that's like, you are exactly where God has you to be. You just keep pressing on even though it looks hard. You just keep pressing on. Listen, the valley is only a layup for the mountain. But baby, that's not what's going on at all. (laughs) 
at all. They have a problem. They're in a crisis, okay? And the only word that they should be hearing is that of the rebuke and the reproving. Amen. But they'd rather hear something that soothes their itching ears. Listen, we are here to speak truth. I always think here's the thing that I love about the Christian faith. We should sharpen each other. We should keep ourselves accountable. We should continually examine ourselves. And this podcast is going to be an avenue of the way that I do that, not only for you, but for me, really. Um, I also, I want to make sure that I spend time in the word, using the word as a mirror to really examine myself and check myself. Because I definitely just, this is one of my like, the things that I never want to be, like, I don't want to be this person, the person, how they don't realize how they're coming off, number one, or how they like how other people perceive them. And it's not in a positive way. Like okay, we all know people. I won't speak for you. Actually, let me stop speaking for you. You have the right to be an individual. I know a bunch of people. Okay. That are like this, where they just are the worst and, um, everyone Loki kind of hates them. But they think they are living in paradise, love land, la la land, just everything's great, peachy keen. They don't even know how they're coming off. I don't want to be that person. But the only way to be that person is if you know truth, you allow truth to be spoken to you, and you allow yourself to get real. Hurt your feelings. That's quality advice. Mm, Wow. Hurt your, I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. But hey. Listen, if that leads you to something, something uh, of deliverance of some sort, hey, you can thank me. Back to what we were talking about earlier, though. People that like to hear itching ears. Try your best to not be this person. The number one way to not be this person is to learn how to receive correction. Point number one, you will never grow past what you're corrected on if you can't receive correction. You will never grow past what you're corrected on if you cannot receive correction. You have to learn to be indignant with that, with like your response of abhorring correction. I know people, I was once this person and I constantly try to not be this person where if they get corrected, they won't even actually like sit and think about what they've done. They're like automatically see the person that's correcting them as the ultimate villain and just hate them for everything that just came out of their mouth. But they don't really focus on the fact that like, no, like, listen, I should probably have warned everybody. I don't think this is going to be like a G rated podcast, but for a perfect example, if a church leader, someone in Christ in the body came up to you and they said, Hey, stop being a whore. (laughs) That, that is such an extreme example, but it's not. It's not. I've seen this in the flesh with my two eyes. I've seen people get corrected like this um, for exhibiting whorish behavior. And basically they say, hey, stop being a whore, okay? I've seen people knowing that they're in full whoredom looking at the church leader correcting them who, who you know, you don't even know how much, like, like, that takes for somebody to like, okay, I know this girl's going to hate me. Like, oh my gosh, like, and I love this girl. This might even strain our relationship, but it needs to be said. Like homegirl needs to get corrected. You don't know what like strength they had to muster up to come to you and say that for some is harder than the others. It's not so hard for me. Hey, Shondai, for them to come to you in love 
I hope, and say, you're being a whore, stop. Stop that. Of course, I've never heard anyone say it like that, but essentially that is what we're trying to get at. And the person, like I said, the person I know, they would see these people and they'll be like, I hate you. I'm just going to disrespect every, our relationship that we've had. It was a good relationship, our relationship of love that we've had because you corrected me in an area that I know that I'm wrong in. Yeah, I know that I'm wrong in, but because you said that to me in a time when I was enjoying being in that sin or being in my ways, I hate you now. And instead of even looking at themselves and allowing themselves to really just get called out and maybe even embarrassed a little bit, they'll hate that person. And then I'll see these type of people and they'll, you know, they'll hold that in. These are the same type of people to like move churches and be, I'm just looking to find an area where I can just be fed, where I can just, I just don't feel like, like the church is really teaching on anything that I can be fed from. I just, and I, it's, I love this church, but I just, I, I feel like it's time for me to just find a new body of, of, of the Christ brethren. Amen. Um, yeah, that's all because, I mean, yeah, you can, I mean, you can totally blame that on pride, obviously. But because they don't know how to take that correction, and you would think, oh, okay, they're going to a new body of Christ, a new church, sure. Okay, maybe they're going to mature. No, they, these people, because this is their response to correction, they actually never mature. I know multiple people like this. And for y'all that go to my church, I know other Christians besides you guys. Um, so please do not. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Just don't assume that it's anyone you know. Because you don't know. Praise God. Um, I know a lot of believers like this. They never actually really grow past what they've been corrected on. And we're using whore as an example. Listen, don't come for me. It's in your Bible. Read it. Amen. They're still a whore. <laughs> this example is ridiculous. It's wild. But basically, yes, let's be real. They're still a whore. And there's some of them might be struggling even like deeper in that because they've had times to get corrected, to get rebuked, to get reproved, to get convicted. The Holy Spirit is already convicting them. Okay. And they just, at least as of right now, probably, you know, unless they've gotten past it and received that, they're still stuck in their ways. That is how you become that person to only receive things to soothe your itching ears. Because if you're busy being convicted, you don't want to hear you get convicted all the time. You want to actually feel good for once. But instead of, you know, I don't know, listening, <laughs> you like don't and you ignore things and you change your entire <laughs> environment. Just because you want to be fed. You just want something that's for you. And you don't even dwell. You don't look within yourself. You're not introspective. You don't allow the Holy Spirit to read you. Not read like a book. Read you, in the words of me. Read you. Point some things out in you. Correct you. 
hey, what has the Bible said? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. He leads me beside still waters and all that goodness. And his, this is the part I want to focus on, his rod and his staff that comfort me. Rod. You know that's the same <laughs> rod, the same word, actually, that is used where the Bible was providing wisdom for children, for parents and their children. You know that verse, that disciplinary verse that everybody used. Funny enough, it's not spare the rod, spoil the child. That's not in there. The Bible actually says in Proverbs 13, 24, he who spares the rod hates his son. Rod. Rod is a disciplinary term. But yet we love using that scripture verse. Scripture verse. Good job, Crizo. That scripture area in the Bible where it says, his rod and his staff, they comfort me. His discipline and his leading, his staff, to just rail us in and, and you know, just kind of just lead us, that should be comforting to you. We know that the Bible says that God, he corrects those he loves. It might not feel good to be corrected here and there, but that's an act of love. Number two, how to become that person, how to, this, the, the pathway to become the person who, <laughs> will not endure sound teaching, but will constantly long to have itching ears and accumulate teachers to suit your own passions. Number two, you don't seek out sound teaching. Sound teaching. We see that in John, 1 John, chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. It says, get your Bibles out, brethren. It says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but Test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God, and every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is a spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world today. I know. But listen, I know. These people, it's like this Bible, like I said, the Bible is a mirror. It is reading down the description of the people that I know that I have encountered in my life that fit this description. They don't seek out sound teaching. They seek out something that's going to, you know, soothe their itching ears. You know, they surround themselves just like the Bible we just read with teachers that are going to, you know, teach them stuff that they want to hear. They'll run to myths and all of that goodness. I know believers that'll like pick up doctrine and they'll be like, oh, I, this literally happened to me. I had somebody that I know call me and ask me. I'm not, I didn't search out this person. No, I never, I never searched out this person. I was minding my business on a regular day that the Lord had made, half made, not even had made, half made. Okay. And I got a call. Hey, what do you think? I was just studying, you know, I was just in my word. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I don't remember what it really was right now, but it was bogus. And with the word, I, you know, I, I disproved this doctrine or belief, this budding. I was thinking it was a budding belief. Um, it was not a budding belief. This was already established. I personally don't even know why this person called me at all because they wanted me to agree with them. They didn't really want the truth. And I'm telling you, this person has never called me a day in their life ever since. They didn't like what I had to say. I know a lot of people like that. A lot of believers, they'll ask on the Instagram, oh man, you know, I'm having this, 
you know, I was having a conversation with this fellow believer, brethren, sisteren, sisteren, it's <laughs> not a word, in Christ. What do you guys think? We came up with this really cool theological, insightful revelation. What do you think about it? And basically when people do that, that that's basically just them being like, oh man, just like kind of like fishing for compliments. That's the Christian way that we show people we're so deep and insightful. And because this was, for, this was targeted at, you know, their followers, I responded and I said, oh, actually the Bible tells us A, B, and C. This person did not like my response at all. But I get it though. People don't like to hear opposite or like, you know, of something that they figured already that they have already decided. They, they just, they'd rather run to something that, you know, affirms what they already know. Oh yeah, I knew that. Yeah, 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 I knew that. They'd, they'd rather, they don't want to pick up sound doctrine. And we know as believers, just even navigating the word, there's a lot of things in this Bible that are like surprising. You know, we've been talking about whores a lot. <laughs> there is, <laughs> listen, if you ever get the time, if you ever get the time to read the book of Judges, there are some stories in there. Golly, Lord have mercy. There are some stories in there that will definitely um, make a good use of time. There are some things in this Bible that Jesus teaches that God even taught as, you know, in this word that he had his people teach that are, you know, if you've never seen that before, it might be a little alarming. Oh, forgiveness. Oh, you want 70 times seven? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Jesus. You're going to put the air back on the man that's trying to take you to the cross. Wait, <laughs> wait a minute. You want me to drink your blood and eat your flesh? Wait a minute, Jesus. There's a lot of stuff in here. But the perfect heart to have, a pure heart to have, is if you believe another way and you see in the Bible that it's directed another way, immediately, immediately switch and believe what the Word of God says. But I know people like that where they won't. They will be like, oh, they'll see something in the Bible and they'll be like, oh, what translation? That's the first question they ask. What translation is that? Hmm. Oh, well... Okay, well, what, what language, what's the original language of this manuscript? Listen, you've never used the word manuscript in your life. And now you want to use it because you don't like what the Bible says. <laughs> no sound teaching. These people do not like sound teaching. And I feel like I'm describing people you know. I didn't need the Holy Spirit to tell me that. I know you know these people. That's why it's in this Bible. We all know these people. We know these people. The third way to make sure you become that person in 2 Timothy, they will turn away from listening to truth and wander off into myths. Eventually, and it's crazy how like these three things, correction and no sound teaching and eventually turning away, these three things all stem from people that could not take correction. You couldn't be corrected on something earlier so you turned away from your very atmosphere and you left. And not only that, you surrounded yourself with truth. I mean, with teaching and doctrine that's not even true. And because you can't be corrected, you're not really looking to seek out what's true, what's biblically sound anyways, because what was biblically sound that you knew was biblically sound, you couldn't accept it and make changes in your life. And now, because, I mean, even though you're in another church, you're still in the church. 
and hopefully they're preaching the truth, you're going to start continuing to hear the truth. You might even be convicted for a, a long time, even in a new house. And you'll eventually just turn away because you just, I just, it's the vibe, it's the feeling. I just, you're just eventually turn away and go in your own path, wander off into myths. Because when you leave the way of God, you're stepping outside of truth. Everything else is a lie. Everything else is a myth. You wander out, all stemming from the fact that you couldn't take correction. And though we know these people, and this is why I started this podcast, Let's examine ourselves to make sure that we are not these people. Is there anything in your life that you know that the Bible tells you to do or to not do that your actions do not reflect? If you are living in sin, living in a house with a person of the opposite sex that you are not married to, it's in the Bible right there. And you know what's in the Bible, or at least you know now. You better go search it out, friend. Okay? <laughs> okay. What are you going to do? Are you going to have a heart that receives correction? Are you going to allow yourself to be led by God's rod and his staff? Because he's a shepherd and you know that he leads you in green pastures and beside still waters. You know that you won't lack if you follow him. You know that he's ordained and ordered great steps for you in your life. Are you going to turn away into myth? Are you going to turn away and go into a way that you have to carve out yourself and not a good way? Or are you going to completely surrender yourself to what the word of God says? Die to yourself. You know, that reminds me of my favorite song right now. Oh, the wonderful cross. What is this accent? Oh, the wonderful cross. Oh, the wonderful cross bids me come and die and find that I may truly live. Are you going to die to yourself and say, oh, I, I was thinking this way. I was living this way. I was believing this way. But now I change to suit myself to the life that God has called me to live. Are you going to be the person in the Bible that we all know about? Oh, yeah, girl, she's a whore. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Are you going to be that person that we're going to teach about based off of your mistakes? Or are we going to be the person, just like Apostle Paul and Timothy, that we encourage for you to continue serving Christ in the way that you were doing it because you're doing it so well. Your heart is so pure. Make up your mind today. Yes, this is just the first episode of the podcast, but I want to pray with you. Altar call time. You might even be alone in a car, in your room in the bathroom. Mind you, I will buy my business from this point on because, hey, that is the extent that I will go <laughs> wherever you might be. I might not be nice. But answer that question within your heart. And I want you to pray this prayer with me. Father God, what Creed I was just talking about, yeah, I feel the conviction. I feel that conviction. Father God, help me, help me to make the right choice. I want to turn my back against the way that I was living that pleased me. Help me to please you. In Jesus' name. And obviously with your prayer, you got to match it up with your actions. But that's for you and God. And I'm so glad that you could come here and listen and you listen to all of this and to join me. Join me for episode two because this was very fun. This was very, very fun. I really like doing this. Um... And you know, have a good day. May the Lord bless you. Amen. May the Lord keep you. 
May he cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious. I only know the song because of that one Kim Walker song. So let's be, okay, let's be honest. Lord be gracious. And the light of your countenance. I pray that God, that Father God will lift the light of his face upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have yourself a good day.